last time on Oz Hour? Okay, last time on Oz Hour, they uh, were getting attacked by the wheelers, but TikTok was like, um, actually, they're like not that scary, so we can just beat them up and move on with our day and be done. And so that's what they did, and they moved on. And they went to the capital of Ev, which is no longer Oz, we're not there, and they met this princess, Languadir, and she had all these weird creepy little heads that she would wear and she was like ha 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 yeah i love these heads uh dorothy give me your head and then dorothy was like uh 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 and then she uh got in trouble got taken to a dungeon and then tiktok was like no not my bitch and started throwing hands at everybody but then he was like er, 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 and broke down and then wasn't able to and then she was in a dungeon dorothy was and then she was like oh look across the way that's Ozma and all my friends that I, I I know and everything and so then that happened and then they were there and now we're here thank you <laughs> hi there and welcome to Oz Hour the only place where you can hear everything you never knew about the wonderful and strange land of Oz that's right with the help of some alcohol we will be discussing each of the 14 books in L. Frank Baum's Wizard of Oz series today we will be continuing with book three Ozma of Oz covering chapters 8 through 11. We're your hosts, Blake Stone and Wyatt Swingham. And joining us is our resident Oz initiate, Hannah Aguirre. Welcome back. Thank you. (laughs) So Hannah just played last time on where she recapped what happened last time on Oz Hour. Hannah, it took you about a minute or two to cover it. And honestly, you didn't really miss anything except for what I would say is important to note, which is that Dorothy doesn't know who Ozma is, which for storytelling purposes, I think is super exciting. And before we started recording, uh, Wyatt went up, went ahead and whipped us up some cocktails as usual. Uh, so tell us about Roquat on the Rocks. Well, tonight we will be drinking Roquat on the Rocks, which is basically just a Negroni. Um, but I also dehydrated some uh, orange, so that just gives it a little color accent for the folks at home. Mm, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I actually have no idea what a Negroni tastes like, so... I don't think I do either. We'll find I out. Don't like it. Let's gin. taste. <laughs> oh. I kind of like it. It kind of tastes like Malort. It's bitter. Chapter 8. The Hungry Tiger... Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Who's that? (laughs) So we get to have, like, this reunion moment, you know, because our friends are here to rescue Dorothy from her imprisonment. So, you know, she's hugging on the scarecrow who she, like, smushes into. And she hugs the tin woodman who, like, hugs her so gently that he doesn't hurt her. So a little bit of body horror right off the bat, if you think about it. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of an interest. I don't know. Like, she hasn't seen them in an unknown amount of time. And I mean, well, it's probably like a year. I don't know. It's been. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is book three. And we guessed, I think in the previous episode, we guessed it's been like eight, nine months tops or something. Okay. Enough time to have a baby. That makes sense. (laughs) Uh, Well, either way, though. Yeah. She's hugging them. And then she's like, oh, like here. And she pulls her key, TikTok's key out of her pocket. Um, She winds him up for his motion so she can introduce him and he can bow. And he bows. And she's like, oh, he's been so helpful since I got here. And all of a sudden, Nick Chopper and the Scarecrow are shaking his hand. And they're just like, oh, we didn't know you were useful. Oh, you're so, thank you for helping Dorothy. And I'm like, you guys were just like ripping the shit out of him. 
the end of the last chapter. I want to shake your hand. It was, yeah, very <laughs> that energy. I couldn't quite tell if they were being serious. But pretty much that's all that happened. They were like, okay, that's our reconciliation. Yeah, so after that little reunion and TikTok's introduction, Dorothy's like, hey, where's Belina? And the Scarecrow's like, I don't know. Who's Belina? And Dorothy explains, oh, that's the chicken. and Or like this chicken I found. She explains who she is. And Languideer is like, I fried her up and ate her this morning. No, that's a goddamn lie. She did it to another <laughs> chicken. No, she didn't. She didn't kill her. Oh. She said, she. what she actually says is, oh, she's in the hen house in the backyard. You can't do this shit to me because I've been a little emotional and I, um, I have tears. Your eyes are wet. They are. They're, They're sparkling. Up. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got a little It was a close. meaner joke than I expected, <laughs> um, but the for the tears, it was worth it. I guess um. so. We love the drama here. Well, but uh, but yeah, so she says, oh, she's in the backyard. Yeah, drawing room is no place for hens, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so Dorothy, here. like, runs out to the chicken house to get Belina, but on the way, she sees the cowardly lion, because <gasps> he's still hitched to the chariot. He pulled Ozma Oh, in. that's who, okay, okay. And uh, so the lion and the that. tiger are both still hitched to the chariot, and Dorothy's like, oh my god, my friend. Yeah, and... Also, this doesn't really matter at all. But the oh, I know what you're going to say, and it does. The lion has a blue bow yes. on his hair between his little ears, and then the tiger has a red bow <laughs> on his tail right before the tuft at the end. Which tigers do not have. That is lions not. Yeah, that. I looked that. Did you look it up? Oh, I, yeah, I did you're too. Right, I was like, I was like, maybe I'm missing something. And then I looked at a bunch of pictures of like the end of a lion's tail. It doesn't look like a cartoon. Like it looks, it looks, it just makes it's so much a more sense. Oz lion. Or it tiger. must be an Oz tiger, and it's hungry. And that's the only difference. It's like, oh, we're gonna put this. Oh, so do we think? Do we think his tuft is like orange and black, or do we think his tuft is like white? I'm seeing white. Oh, oh, I was seeing orange and black, but I like that you were seeing white. Just like a cute little like pom pom at the end. I don't. Know. I guess that kind of matches like a tiger's face too. Yeah. Like they have kind of like the the face fur. Um, well, anyway, she hugs the lion, <laughs> and he's next to the tiger, and... Um, yeah, they have a sweet moment. It's been a while. Oh, it also made me realize we had a whole other book with, like, the Tin Woodman and the lion, but or the no. Tin Woodman and the Scarecrow, but the lion wasn't there at all, yeah, and we, so I was like, man, when was the last time we true, saw him? Yeah. But just not at all. He wasn't yeah. even mentioned. The lion he was minded, even he yeah. minded his own goddamn business last episode. He was yeah. like, I am actually a king of a place. <laughs> He's like, I know that there's like a civil war going on, but I'm yeah. really not going to include myself in that. My dear friends. Bigger yeah. fish to fry. <laughs> Go off. Uh, but basically, though, he's just like, well, like, I'm like, Dorothy asked him how he is. And he's like, I'm as cowardly as ever. Like, I know that it looked like I was really brave, like, you know, from the outside. But like, I'm just, you know, I'm just still a coward. Has yeah, it been a I, rough week? I really thought we were <laughs> right. past this. You'd yeah. Think. But the cowardly lion introduces Dorothy to his friend, the hungry tiger, uh, to which she responds, oh, are you hungry? He's starving. He's, <laughs> he's starving. like, I'm so hungry. Um, and she's like, why don't you just eat? And he's like, well, like, I try eating, but I just have such a huge hunger that I end up, like, getting hungry again right after. So, like, it's not worth it to yeah. me to, like, kill all these things he when has I'm to still going to be hungry. He has to kill chipmunks and fat babies for his meals. Oh, he's yeah. He's spelled chipmunks with an O, which I just thought was cute. I didn't actually see that. <laughs> chipmunks. Uh, I saw the fat babies. Um, Okay, like 
that human babies yeah, that he just steals so. from well, people? He says he would love to eat fat babies, but if he did, he would get hungry, so they'd be sacrificed in vain. So he just starves, basically. But he knows he likes fat babies somehow. I'm sure he has eaten yeah. them. He, this is an interesting character that we're going to have a lot to talk about yeah. over the next... Well, but I guess I don't book. really know anything about the lion. I'm beginning to learn. Yeah, yeah I mean, the lion but, ate and killed the deer, or killed and ate a deer... Uh, in the forest yeah. in book one and he offered to do the same for Dorothy but do not forget this is the hungry tiger and uh, he will remain hungry because he's taken a vow of I don't know fasting yeah. I guess like he doesn't eat because he's like I will never eat enough to satiate my hunger and I have to kill to eat therefore yeah. I'm not going to do it which like mm. he does eat like him. eggs and stuff though like yeah. he yeah. eats but just like not as much as he wants or the things that he wants so like out so. of shame he left the forest with the cowardly lion mm. and so now they're with Ozma and Ev Dorothy thinks that it's a good thing that he's not eating babies and he's like well it makes me a very bad tiger so I had to flee the forest in shame and yeah that's how he met the lion or he when he came to come and find the lion um and then go with him to oz yeah yeah and dorothy's like okay nice talking to you and heads back on her way to find the hen house to get belina get her girl Um, (laughs) and she hears loud cackling sounds and she follows them to the hen house and when she gets there all the chickens and roosters are huddled in a corner. There's a cockfight going on. There's a cockfight going on. No. She sees a ball of feathers just rolling this, about. This like prison for literally. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, okay, you know that HBO show Oz? Like, yes. <laughs> this is that. <laughs> I don't know the reference, but I believe you both. <laughs> but Belina is rolling around and with a rooster. Like they're going at it and like as they're rolling around finally Belina ends up on top (gasps) he's like on his stomach on the ground and she's like standing up above him like roosting on him (laughs) and she's like panting and huffing oh my god I'm my parents have chickens and a rooster and the roosters just have sex all day with the hens like they just like jump on them and like tear them the fuck up they're like Zeus Pretty oh much, yeah, they God. are. They, my, it doesn't matter. My parents have some chickens that they've had to like help because the roosters are so aggressive. Gee. But I'm like, okay, <sighs> Belina was not taking that shit, and then she no. ends up like on top of him, like, and he's like, I, it was just such an interesting role reversal. Wow, from it. she's the <laughs> alpha now. Yeah, and Dorothy, um, like, she's like, bitch, I'm Bill. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh my god well yeah. she's proud of her heritage Belina yes. just like Dorothy's standing in the open doorway Bellini just just like looks at all the other chickens and just like struts out of there and like <laughs> and Dorothy's like were you fighting what are you doing you savage little thing and Bellini's like basically he said he's top dog that's not true. I'm top dog. <laughs> like, she's like, he says try he again. runs his hen house. Uh-uh, honey. Oh I, don't, my God. I don't go for that. We should really put Belina in Bad Girls Club <laughs> because I think she would have the house. <laughs> honestly, like, Belina has lost a bunch of feathers. One of her eyes has nearly been plucked out. Oh like, her God. comb is bleeding. Yeah, literally. Also that. <laughs> it says most, or she was missing almost all of her feathers. Well, you and know, like, after oh a moment God. like that, you won't have to, you don't need to protect yourself anymore because you should showed everyone who's no she dog. basically She's, she, she literally says order. she literally says like you should have seen the other guy and that's what i have in like, my notes yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, my god <laughs> you should have seen the rooster <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. but um, belina uh does tell us though to quote 
but I was raised in the United States, and I won't allow any one-horse chicken of the land of Ev to run over me and put on airs. <laughs> as long as I can lift a claw in self-defense, very... Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Belina mean, said, don't tread on me, my little yeah. puppy. And Dorothy said, very well, Belina. We won't talk about it anymore. <laughs> that's that's yeah. actually what she's she like, said. And, yes, yeah, she said what we've all had to say to a God-fearing American once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, they get back to the lion and the tiger and they introduce Belina um, and the lion reflects, wow, like you just got in a fight. I'm a coward, but you're not like me. I'm like, okay, you're really beating a dead horse, man. Yeah. Like we get it. Yeah. Tell her what the tiger says. <laughs> the tiger says that Delina lo- or Belina looks delicious and that he wishes he could crunch her between his jaws. But he won't. Don't worry, I won't. Yeah, he says it isn't worth it to kill her because it would take so many of her to feed to like fill him up. Oh. And she's just like, "Thank you." <laughs> so Thank he's you, the new fucking Jack Pumpkinhead because all he's gonna talk about is, "Oh, I just can't oh, eat yeah. enough because uh, it'll uh, never be enough." Someone to complain all the I time. I feel like we need we need a sound effect for like when Hannah finds a character that she hates. We need like the Drag Race like. Because I hate the rattles snake i will hate <laughs> yeah you will trust right. me so they go back into the palace and they go into the drawing room and the tin woodman scarecrow TikTok, ozma and languadier they're all sitting in front of like this 28 person army of oz yeah. um, which has grown from one man with long whiskers yeah. to 28 so good for them they learned they wa- yeah they did learn <laughs> all it takes is being they learned attacked. something yeah uh, but they like Dorothy comes in and she's like oh wow they're all like dressed differently like with different badges and she's like oh man like are like are all these guys officers like because they look like they're like you know generals or something yeah, they're like highly decorated and yeah stuff. and it turns out all of them are officers except for one of them because they said the logic is officers are more reliable and like they're more like are they able gonna to say fight. the gatekeeper. No, well, uh, they don't specify. They he don't could specify. Be oh, okay. He could be they've one got, of them. They've got eight generals, six colonels, seven majors, and five captains, and one private and for all one of them private. to command. Yeah, there's one like <laughs> soldier, uh, and also I will say, Ozma adds that also they like they look so like official that it really brings the vibe too. <laughs> like, yeah. like, also, they look good. Vibology. She's like, oh, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> So but. Ozma calls this meeting to order and they begin discussing how they plan to liberate the royal family of Ev from the Gnome King. Yeah. Oh, and I will say Ozma sets it off, like sets the rest of the story off with this sentence, which is her being like a badass little girl boss. But she says, we will hold a solemn conference to decide the best manner of liberating the royal family of this fair land of Ev from their long imprisonment. Dude, I, I think you're emotion. really... You're all really going to love Ozma in this book. I love yeah. Ozma in this book. And it's like, we didn't get to spend any time with Ozma in the last book because <laughs> no. she was tipped. Yeah, weirdly. Well, yeah, that's her dead right. name. I don't yeah. know. Does she associate we with don't... that part of her? Let's not talk about it right now. It's <laughs> a bigger conversation. That's a big conversation. <laughs> but yeah, we will. You'll get to know Ozma though okay. um, more than you already have because I feel like we've gotten a little flavor for her already. Like she, you know, well, we we will get a flavor for her, and we will very soon because that was the last of Chapter Eight, which was titled Chapter Eight: The Hungry Tiger. And Blake, what would you call that chapter? Chapter Eight. Welcome to the cock fag. Mm. <laughs> sexy. A little guitar riff at the end. Oh. <laughs> Chapter 9. The Royal Family of Ev. 
So the Tin Woodman starts the meeting by telling everyone that Ozma has like wanted to send troops to save the royal family of Ev for a long time, but like that pesky deadly desert is between Ev and Ozma and and Oz. So basically, I don't know how, but they got the news though. It like came by plane well not plane i don't like know how they in got the it. national Enquirer. Oh, okay something. she just saw like in the headline but basically she was like okay the royal family the queen and her 10 children are imprisoned and no one in ev is powerful enough to liberate them like no one else can do anything and she was like well obviously like i want to help but yeah she couldn't cross the desert but she has friends in high places mm-hmm. or southern places oh anyone you said in smother places? Southern. Glinda. Oh. <laughs> I said smother places and you just let it go. <laughs> I was like, no, never that heard of that. That made enough sense to you. <laughs> I guess we um, are in Oz. Um. But yeah, they went to Glinda who provided them with that green carpet that they were walking upon uh when we last like met magically like unrolled um, under them across the desert protected them oh, from the okay, deadly sands of the desert okay. so glinda gave that oh, to them uh, okay. now they're here queer and ready to kick some a yes. yeah they took their finest soldiers and there they are and tiktok uh, is like why would you wage war on the gnome king since he hasn't done anything wrong yeah he's like oh like he didn't do anything wrong like the king of ev like sold his family and then killed himself but he sold them like the king of or the gnome king just did a transaction. Yeah, it was an ex- he sold them in exchange yeah. for a long life. And Ozma did not know that. Hmm. She still says there's there's got to be some way to liberate them, but she's like, okay, so like they were actually sold to him, which like still that's like fucked up. Can't do but, anything like, in it's court. Not like he kidnapped them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, go to the land. Of the, what's the law? Yeah. <laughs> Langodier is like, uh, my uncle was like a wicked man, and like if he hadn't jumped in the sea to kill himself, like or if he'd done it, if he had killed himself before selling everyone, no one would have even cared. She was mm. like, but now like. I'm stuck here and he sold himself for a long life. And then Ozma's like, well, if he died, he didn't get a long life. So actually the Gnome King must release them. Oh, yeah. we love a loophole. So, yeah. yeah. So it's a stretch. Ozma, <laughs> Why not? Ozma pulls a little like dark night. She's like, where is she? Like, she <laughs> to know yeah. where the queen and her children are. Um, and then in this exchange, thank you. we get all of the tea on the gnome king Ooh. his name is any guesses um hmm. i wonder what our drink name is tonight oh i bet hannah doesn't know shoot uh something on the rocks <laughs> <laughs> okay remember the you first got part. three out of the four <laughs> and all three that are actually words what was it um, rufus he so the the gnome king's name is roquat of the rocks we are uh, drinking Roquat on the rocks tonight. Yes. Oh, um, I see, I see. Hence the big ice cube. Roquat? Roquat. R-O-Q-U-A-T. Roquat. Roquat, yeah. Roquat of the rocks. RuPaul Charles of the Roquat. I thought I recognized that name somewhere. But his palace is located deep beneath ground, and we know that he's turned the queen and her children into ornaments and bric-a-brac. 
um, around his house. Yeah, he's just yeah, keeping yeah. them as treasures. Like they're just but like they still have throughout. like a soul, right? Yeah, it like... seems like it. So yeah, like similar to like how Tip well, would we'll have been there, a marble statue. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, oh, I God. think it is like that. Like they're basically imprisoned in their own bodies, it's like Narnia. But Dorothy's like, now who is this gnome king? <laughs> and now we're gonna get the tea. Yeah, and so he commands all the rocks. And all that they contain. Ruler so basically, of the underground world. Yes. He, like, all the jewels, all the, he ha- he commands thousands of gnomes, N-O-M-E-S, which are just, like, quote, queerly shaped, but powerful sprites. Um, so they're just, like, little fairy things. We'll get to that later. But they, like, run his forges and his furnaces. They, like, smelt gold. And then they, like, hide the gold and the silver and the gemstones in the earth. So, like, mm. the idea is that everything that we have on the surface that's, like, precious is stolen from the gnomes because, like, they make it, they put they it down there. It yeah, and then, like, we dig it up and find it. Um, mm. So it's interesting. So the that gnomes, because of that, because, like, we steal their precious metals and resources and stuff, um, they hate surface people. They They can't stand them. So, like, this idea of getting an army and then going and marching on the gnomes is actually, like a really scary thing to do because they yeah. hate surface people and they are just crazy. They'll go crazy. Yeah. They're oh. not going to like that. Also, I wouldn't want to get a no mad. No, you wouldn't trust me. Yeah. Um, you don't I even know tell. how they're, big they are. They're yet. really frightening. I can actually. just tell I'm, they're I'm small excited. and they're quick. They are quick. They're super quick. It is like a really dangerous situation for them to be walking into. And the Scarecrow and the Tin Woodman like make comments that are like, yeah. And we're also like literally risking our lives. Cause like, they're surrounded by furnaces down there, like melting metals all the time. The scarecrow is highly flammable, and oh, the yeah. Tin Woodman a has scare. a melting point of 450 degrees. Yeah. So, and <laughs> it made me the book think, doesn't say that. I <laughs> but we know <laughs> it made me think: if the Tin Woodman was melted down, could he be recast into a new form? Like, would his soul survive? Like, I think at it what would. Point? Because I remember once we talked about how the Tin Man is a spirit. Yeah, and, and not that, like that thing. Yeah, and it almost is like his like thing, like the tin that he's in is like, he just, I don't know, possesses it or something. It's like if it's he's... Like the tin wouldn't be destroyed. So like it, I feel he like probably would survive. If the, if the fucking, uh, what's his name? Scarecrow. Scarecrow, if he can be stuffed with money and oh, still yeah, be himself... Oh, yeah, he can have any like filling. That's true. Then I true. think that the Tin Man can get new uh, parts. But if you had just the money and not the sack, would you still have the Scarecrow? Uh, it's, God, we don't have time. God, we don't that's have time. a big we question. Have We're going to have to put down the Scarecrow one day and just not talk about the mystery anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it will never make yeah, sense. It really won't. Uh, not, at least not to our satisfaction. But um, yeah. all so, to say, though... Languidier bursts in here and says that she can't stand the heat, so she's going to stay home. And she wishes them success because she's really tired of ruling the kingdom. And Ozma literally just says, we do not need you. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't fucking need you, Languidier. We came here and conquered you in like two seconds. Yeah. Languidier is like, okay, well, I'm bored of wearing this head. I'm going to go. Yeah. And yeah. the book says when she was gone, and surely no one was sorry to see her go, they um, continued the grown-up conversation. Uh, like, we don't like Languidier. Uh, she's just a little brat. <laughs> she's she wearing is. head number 27 oh, or whatever. Still. So she's a bitch. Yeah, that's oh, right. She's, okay. she's wearing I the bad one. hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Not but, 27. <laughs> but she's gone. Yeah. And Ozma's like, hey, TikTok, like, 
will you join us on this quest? And he's like, I am the slave of the girl, Dorothy, who rescued me from prison. <laughs> I will go if she goes. And Dorothy's like, yeah, I'll go. I wouldn't want to miss out on the fun. The and fun. I'm like, fun. Dor- this is the scariest thing that's ever happened in Oz. Like the Civil War was a joke. Nick, but this yeah. is in- she doesn't even know about that yet. I'm sorry. Is this the same little bitch who was like, I want to go right. the entire last <laughs> Now book? that she knows, she can get back and forth pretty easy. You know, like- she did. I'm sure she has a lot of confidence. One, because she doesn't deal with the stuff back at home. And two, True. when she did go to the fairy country, she fucking killed all the evil people. And yeah. then was able to go back home. She has again. a 100% success rate. Exactly. And she's so young. And oh my God. She's so an she A-list. Like, mm, no she's big an deal. A-list celebrity in Oz. I mean, yeah. she was in a foreign country and spent the night in jail. And they were like, no, yeah. absolutely not. Ambassadors, <laughs> go get Dorothy. Get her out of here. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, Dorothy, Belina, and TikTok agreed to join on the quest. And Ozma's like, cool, we march at dawn. Yeah. And. Everyone else, or not everyone else, they all just feast uh, and they tend to themselves. The lion and the tiger like wander around. They're like finally set free. I guess they've been shackled to the fucking chariot they've this been whole chained time. Up outside, but now they're roaming. And uh, we do get into some like hungry tiger play, which I almost yeah, don't even want to mention. I have a, but I have like two paragraphs about this. Yeah, about his 30 LBs of rare yeah. Indies. Yeah. All right, go for it. Let's hear it. So, <laughs> you, do you, you probably won't remember this name, but there's Nanda. She's the girl servant who mm. like opened the door for them. She's Languideers. At, at Languideers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's that like little lady, um, little girl. So young woman, let's say she's not a little girl. <laughs> she's um, the Jalea Jam of Ev. Yes, mm. she is. We always uh, need one. <laughs> so they're like the lion and tiger wandering the castle. Uh, and Nanda is cornered by the hungry tiger and he asks her to please give him permission to eat her. Uh, and she's like, no, 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 no. She literally just says no many times. And then he's like, okay, fine, but I'm going to need 30 pounds of rare tenderloin, a peck of potatoes, which I think is actually like an agricultural measurement. And then six gallons of ice cream for dessert. And I'm like, Ice cream? Why do you even know what that is? Why do you yeah, know what potatoes are, are for that matter? That? Yeah, <laughs> do they even have refrigerator? You want your tenderloin medium rare? Oh yeah, or like rare, like just eat it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, he's a weird guy. He's yeah, he is weird. He's strange. I want to give him a hug because he's a tiger, but that is um, sworn to not eat you. Yeah, yeah, and That'd he can't fun. even eat me. He's yeah. just gonna be depressed. Fine, yeah. that's most of the tigers I've ever seen in real life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm fine with that. Um, yeah, but Dorothy spends most of the day just like talking with the tin woodman and the scarecrow yeah. and they basically relate to her like the events of the last book like yeah. tip mombi jack sawhorse ginger pastoria ozma like yeah. all of it like they tell it her goes everything. into depth which we yeah. will not do here like we mentioned earlier like the cowardly lion was not present in the How last long book was that summary in the book was it like several pages of like two book? paragraphs it was yeah oh, it was okay, decent okay. but like it was pretty thorough i wonder yeah. if he was like taking up space <laughs> <laughs> maybe he did that in the last book honestly like there's like a whole chapter yeah. where tips just like and then Dorothy did this, and then and it's just like okay, this yeah. isn't well, a fucking Bible. It's like those Bible. like shitty Christmas movies that will always have a montage of what just happened in the movie. Like we didn't <laughs> just watch the movie, like set yes. to like some sad folk song. Yeah, so it's like remember it this. won't be Christmas anymore. <laughs> exactly. Um, anyway, but um, the Cowardly Lion wasn't present in the last book. So, like, when he received word of the new princess of the Emerald City, he was like, oh, like, I have to go see her. Um, So he does. And, like, so I, I'm led to believe that this happened right before they came to get Dorothy. Yeah, because when he got to the Emerald City, when the lion got to the Emerald City, 
they were like about to leave for Ev, and he's like, "Please just let me go with you then." Like I, he was also like tired of being in the woods. I guess I don't know. Well, he was, was described. He why? was feeling cowardly, but ultimately it was kind of like when Ozma came about. It was kind of like, "Oh, I have to go to Bethlehem and see the babe," basically. <laughs> and so he That's went. Fair. He went and met Ozma, and she was like, "By the way, I have a quest." And he was like, "Cool, let me get my friend the hungry tiger." And yeah, we got you. Got so like it. the cowardly lion doesn't even know Ozma like at all. That was chapter nine, the royal family of Ev and Blake. What would you call that? Let's get down to business to defeat Roquat. We're going to have to cut that because it's copyright. (laughs) Disney really is going to get us. I do not own this. I do not own this. I do not own this. (laughs) Chapter 10, the giant with the hammer so the procession is moving through like this beautiful like farmland of Ev, um, and it's just like it's a really peaceful ride at the start. And then Belina screams for everyone to stop. She says, "Wait, wait!" <laughs> and Ozma basically hits the brakes. Soldiers are like tumbling over each other. They're like, "Oh, what? What's what's the commotion? What's going on?" I mean, they're on their way to literal war. So yeah. naturally, they're a little freaked out when someone goes, "Oh, wait, wait!" Yeah, yeah. Belina flies into a bush. She is like running at this point. Belina doesn't mess around. Well, Dorothy explains that she's just laying her morning egg. Oh. And she notes that the eggs are quite fresh. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that's worth. So Belina comes back and like she hops up into the chariot back on Dorothy's lap and like everyone's getting ready to go. And Belina's like, isn't someone going to go get my egg? (laughs) (laughs) Also, the Tin Woodman is being really impatient. Like before she even comes back, he's like, oh, so the entire cavalcade has to wait while she lays an egg and Dorothy's just like that's just her habit like she won't she shouldn't be rushed yeah and the scarecrow adds this gross joke which is well L. Frank Baum uses the scarecrow to make a gross joke which is uh oh if she rushes she may lay a scrambled egg (gasps) and I'm like ugh, she's pushing too hard and she scrambles her egg inside of her and then like lays it you know you guys shouldn't be talking about that it's just really not your business if you don't have a cloaca you cannot talk about egg laying that's the rule Mm -hmm. Uh, but anyway that happens and then yeah she comes back and they're like wait or she's like wait so someone has to go get my egg like doesn't someone want my egg And the scarecrow <laughs> runs over and grabs it. She takes, it she takes great pride in people eating her eggs. Well, yeah. honestly, it's not a bad idea because there are some fucking, I mean, there's one human, two humans. Well, all, oh, the, the, soldiers, all the soldiers, too. Oh, all the soldiers. That's yeah, right. The I soldiers. totally forgot. This is, this is the most living beings so, yeah, we've honestly, ever had. It's not really that irrational that she's asking for people to eat her eggs because there needs to be yeah. food fed yeah. like, to these people. <laughs> At least I'm yeah. popping out something y'all can eat. Every exactly. time we stop for what are you, you guys, it's trash. Yeah. What are you guys doing? Huh? <laughs> Tin Woodman? Well, so, yeah. I mean, Scarecrow is like, yeah, I'll go get your egg. But he's on the back of Sawhorse. So Sawhorse like steers him in there and they go and find the egg and they catch up with the army who started marching again and scarecrow's like what do i do with it <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just in his pockets and or his pocket and dorothy's just like i don't know maybe the hungry tiger wants it and the hungry tiger just like looks at them and he's just like that one egg That's is not, not gonna fill me i can't up. even bite that like <laughs> yeah. i'm just gonna swallow that like he didn't even want to he didn't even want to eat a human because yeah. he said it wasn't enough or what a makes chicken think, yeah, yeah <laughs> what makes you think that he's gonna eat a tiny little egg and be like oh yeah mm. oh, oh i'm that. just so full it's although i will say there's like almonds 
almonds fill me up i can eat three almonds and be full i don't know why i don't know what it is about it to me but maybe that's his egg maybe that's the one thing that'll fill him up or maybe that's his almond guess not but (laughs) yeah guess not (laughs) uh the scarecrow then reflects that it uh one egg isn't enough to even make a sponge cake I don't know why he knows that. He's never had to cook or eat in his life. He's he also two years born, old. He was born and then he was a king and now he's still a politician. So I don't really know. And now he's yeah. talking about sponge cakes. Something that's <laughs> add up. Um, but uh, he's like, okay, I'll keep it as a souvenir. Nobody can eat this. I'll just slip it in my pocket, keep it as a souvenir. And I do have a really quick guest trivia for Hannah. Ooh. Hannah, this is multiple choice. I know how you like it. Mm-hmm. How many eggs... Does it take to make a sponge cake? Oh, Does it take yeah. three, four, six, or eight? I referenced two online recipes for this, and they both matched. For the Just same like size cake? S- yeah. Like a regular cake? This would be two round, two eight-inch round pans. So you'd make basically like a normal cake. It's a two-layer cake with like frosting in the middle. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Three, four, six, eight? Three, four, six, or eight. Three, four, six, or eight. I'm going to say, oh, I'm going to say four. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I meant six. Okay. That's actually correct. Yes. Yes, that is correct. I thought that I didn't have an option between four and eight for a second. I was like, no, he did say six. (laughs) That's what I'm going to choose. Yes. Because I was like, it can't be eight. It couldn't be eight. Mm. I can't believe it's six. The only reason I looked it up, I was like, is one egg not enough egg to make a pound or a, a sponge cake? Like, how many eggs could it take? And then I looked it up. That's why I checked two sources. I trusted, or I checked my first source, which was Natasha's Kitchen, which is a great little food blog. Um, she does good work. And I was like, six eggs? Natasha, what the fuck are you doing? And then I checked Food Network. Same thing. So I don't think six sounds that crazy. I don't bake either, I guess. So it's not that yeah, crazy. Yeah, I feel like you. I'm, uh, when I think of a cake... Well, I don't know. When you said the two layers things, I was like, oh, well, three for each layer. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know why. I just break them. <laughs> the shells are the, you know, it's the texture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Part of that crunch uh, exactly. that you always look for in a sponge cake. In a cake. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there is actually a bonus question because I didn't think you'd get that right just based on prior <laughs> performance. Um but the bonus question is, the earliest recorded recipe of a sponge cake is in a book called The English Huswife. When was that book published? And let's hint that Middle English equivalent of housewife is huswife. So Middle English, come on. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 16. Oh, you're guessing? 97. 1615, actually. <gasps> you're really close, yeah. Which what were you going to guess? Prime Middle English. I, I didn't Hannah was going to BC, yet. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I was like 600. <laughs> also, just as a fun fact, the word huswife, which is now housewife, is the derivative of the word hussy. I figured. <laughs> I was thinking it was pretty old after hearing Huswife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Huswife. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So at that point, though, they keep the egg in the pocket and they just keep going. Yeah. And they continue marching and like the Aussian army makes it to a valley between two mountains, which we might have mentioned before. I can't remember um, that 
when Dorothy was in her like prison cell, she could see like these three mountains in the distance. Mm. So now they're between two of I do them remember you saying and that. walking directly toward one. Yeah. One of which is the great mountain that the Gnome King's palace is beneath. Things are getting like a little bit rocky. And yeah, like they're coming like up through these mountains and they come to a wide canyon. And this is a very common experience for people in Oz. Dorothy in particular where it's like, oh, fuck, like, there's a giant canyon. How could we possibly move on? But things have changed in Oz. Well, we're in Ev, baby. Oh, that's true. Things have changed across the fairylands. <laughs> because Dorothy's like, oh, what? whatever would we do? And Ozma takes a scrap of green fabric out of her pocket, throws it on the ground. It, like, transforms into the carpet that they came across the desert on mm. and it just rolls out across the ravine and they walk across it with it. So like it's a literal flying carpet. They don't even yeah. need to be walking so basically, right now. Like, they could be doing, they could be in the air. They could they be don't, flying. Yeah, they, they don't, don't do even need a gump. Well, no, they so don't. the yeah, the carpet in particular makes it so that whatever is beneath them, like they're protected from it. This is like the um, updated like uh, gump. <laughs> honestly, yeah. yeah. Gump I honestly, too. I don't know what was happening technologically like in these days and age, but like with the TikTok man, they have ice like, cream, ice cream, and like some of the like other things that we're gonna learn about very shortly. Very even shortly. like it just seems like things were becoming very robotic at this point in time. Hmm. Yeah. It's an interesting insight into that time. So I'd be interested to actually look into like, yeah, a little more industrial. I think so. When was the industrial revolution? I'll look into that. Like the 1800s, I think. Oh God. Very steep. But, um, but the carpet is making it so much easier for them to move along. Uh, and so they keep using it. And then after some time, the mountains on either side of the valley are just beginning to like narrow to the point where they have to like move in a single file line. Yeah. It's like they're walking like through like, like a crag or something. Like it's like imagine like rock walls. Walls on, on sides, either basically. side of the That way. would make me very, very nervous. Yes. Oh, I would turn around. Yeah. I would not be yeah. continuing through that. Single file. Anything can happen. Ugh, yeah. I, I hate that. Well, speaking of anything can happen why what happens well they start hearing something a rather novel sound that i would call a thud or a thump oh that's the worst sound to hear during that yeah you're in the middle like yeah. under in a canyon i was like i would rather hear a growl yeah right? a, a growl is coming from one way or the other yeah and <laughs> it's like the they're in the same position as i am seriously yeah. <laughs> yeah. we're both scared of each other great a thump is oh i'm being squished into a piece of paper yeah pretty much <laughs> and the ground is like shaking is the, ah! so they keep going and it keeps getting louder well, you gotta and louder run. well they're they're walking forward unfortunately and they come like the so are like the thirty men still with them? Yeah, they're yeah. all in the so they're single file. So it's like lion, tiger, Ozma, Dorothy, all the it's way like back a mile and a half. Yeah, of people. Oh, yeah, it my must God. be. And so some people uh, are gonna die. The people at the back don't <laughs> even know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so they the like they're walking yeah through this like kind of like yeah tunnel bait well not tunnel but like crag of rock. It kind of opens up a little bit and they can go they can see a little distance and they see. A giant. Mm. He is over a hundred feet tall, mm. has the form of a man, but covered in iron plates. I'm thinking like Iron Giant is what oh. I have in my notes. I mean, the book even literally calls him it the does. Iron Giant. I, in my oh. notes, I was like, oh, like the Iron Giant. And then like later it does. Uh, but he and he has a giant hammer, like a mallet that he's holding and he's lifting his arm up 
and then he hits the ground between his feet. So he's like straddling uh. the path. And so he's just like hammering the ground, raising it up, hammering the ground, raising it you up. You can't go oh on God. either side of him. You have to That's go beneath him. That's giving me that like imagery of the story of the guy that made that canyon in the U.S. Have you ever heard that? It was like a giant no. man. That Paul acts- Bunyan? Oh, Paul Bunyan. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. He like Jeez, he, he held it. His- what? I didn't know. <laughs> She's, oh, that's interesting. I was going to say she's from Nevada, but that's the U.S. Closer (laughs) to Paul Bunyan than we are. Yeah, that's like, you're like Southwest. You should be ashamed. Uh, (laughs) But yes, it's very that. Like he, but. He's just like doing it over and over. And yeah, the way that the hammer head, like the mallet or whatever, hits the path, like you couldn't walk on either side of it. It completely like seals the entrance and then goes up, seals the entrance and goes up. Yeah. And it's it's horrifying. Get crushed today? It's kind of like in Mario Kart. There's like those big boulder men. Oh, yeah. The thwomps. The thwomps. Thwomp. Thwomp. Um, And it's just so funny because, like, yeah, Wyatt's description of this giant, this iron giant banging a hammer into the road. And L. Frank Baum is like, that explains the thumps. Yeah. And it's like, uh, yeah, it fucking does. Yeah, what the fuck is this? I didn't know yeah. you had giants. L. Frank Baum also reflects that the carpet certainly can't help them here, uh, yeah. which is not good. But I was like, I don't know, when they use the carpet to get across that canyon, I was like, Dorothy had to figure shit out when she was here last time. Yeah, and now they just carpet. have a flying carpet. The carpet only protects here. you from what's under you, not from yeah. what's above you. That's True. what he says. So flip it upside down and put it on your Hold head. It. <laughs> yeah. Hold it. Hold it. I would not want to be the one to test that. Yeah, um, me neither. But the lion is freaking out. He is like, oh my God. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. He's like, he's, he's not enjoying himself. And TikTok chimes in and he's like, the Iron Giant is a fine fellow. And he explains that he was also made by Smith TikTok and Tinker. Knows he knows everything. Yeah, well, he okay, knows they everyone. were they everything. were made by the same people. The, oh. they're, they're Smith cousins. and Tinker, yeah, made That's him. Right. Smith and Tinker. But they clarify. They ask questions of TikTok, and he's like, "Oh yeah, he can't speak or think. He just moves. So the only like wind up that he has is to pound the ground." Uh, to keep people away from the Gnome King. Because the Gnome King had basically bought him from oh, Smith and so Tinker. Oh, that's his protection. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. the Scarecrow's like, okay, so he's just basically like a motion machine. Um, is there any way that we can stop him? And TikTok's like... like get uh, past him. Yeah, well, the TikTok's like, well, the Gnome King's the only one with the key that stops him. Like, you know, TikTok winds up with keys. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy gets wound up with keys, too, I guess. And the Gnome the King's the only key? one with the copy. No, uh, unfortunately. Well, we'll never know, Good but guess. that's possible. Good Skeleton guess. key. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everyone's like, oh, heck, guys, what are we going to do? And the Scarecrow does what he does best. And he's like, allow me to take some time to go into the corner and think it through. What corner? Yeah. He just goes, <laughs> let, me, let me walk two You're steps to the wall. It does, it does specifically say that he just goes and like faces the rock wall for a few minutes <laughs> and i was just like he's like give me a moment yeah what the hell i guess he can't close <laughs> his eyes around. so <laughs> but then he has an epiphany which is frankly no it's not it doesn't take a genius to think of it he's like oh after it hits the ground it has to lift the hammer up so you can run in between during that okay well it made it seem like the hammer was like dun, 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 dun. yeah that is like definitely they how escape, they make it seem but, but it's going pretty fast to the point where they're like, we can't, we have to go Can it, one well, at a time. Well, it can't be all like fucking 50 of them Yeah, going. Yeah, they they have to literally <laughs> yeah. take, a, I imagine that passing under this hammer took them over half an hour. Like five at like, a time. Yeah. One also, at a time. 
one at a time. They're going one, one at a time. Oh well, because they're in single. That's right. It's yeah. Very oh, tight and there's corners. no room. That's true. Yeah, they can't just like run all together. God. Yeah, the lions like I guess I'll go first since like I'm at the front. Yeah. And Ozma's like the fuck you are like I'm in this <laughs> chariot. Yeah, we're like, not I'm both gonna pulled. make it. Yeah. She's like I will be crushed. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> so they let or they they untie him from the chariot though. Okay. Um, and he, and he, Ozma rides on his back, and then Dorothy rides on the tiger's back. And Ooh. so they go one at a time. Dorothy, like, tells Ozma, I'd she's like, oh, hey, hold on to his mane. I used to ride him, and that's what I did. Yeah, and it's Ozma's very like, sweet. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And then she sweet. does. She holds on for her fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> the girls take turns on the big cats. They get through just fine. Yeah. Um, Scarecrow goes through on the sawhorse, and they just narrowly miss getting no, hit. No. Yeah. Not horse. everyone else has a horse or a tiger. Right. I know. And there's 28 left. <laughs> <laughs> so the Tin Woodman and TikTok approach and they just kind of run through. They take, yeah, they're just like, TikTok's like, oh, I'm going to get as close to it as possible and then go as soon as it comes out. Yeah, so and he did it Tin smart. Man's like, oh, okay. that makes sense and does the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Then the 26 officers <laughs> are scared. Are the 26 officers, is it 26 officers and one uh, private? Yes. Yes. 26. The yeah. army altogether, mainly the officers of the army are scared and they're like, oh, we don't want, we, we forgot our, uh, we, we forgot our, our, our uh, mustache key, yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, our mustache there. brush. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like. They actually said that? Yes. Yeah. They were scared. They're like, we're oh. not afraid of war, but we are afraid of being smushed into yeah. pancakes. So the lion <laughs> and the tiger have to jump back and take them across one by one. Because they're so sc- scared. Yeah. And then. 13 times. Uh, That's exhausting. But then... And the tiger doesn't even eat. Yeah, so he's... Uh, I don't know where he gets his energy it's from, 13 honestly. 13 times. You're right with that math. Yeah. I got 12 from the book. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, so. <laughs> that's interesting. So, but at the end... The private is left on the other side, though. And the lion and the scarecrow are like, oh, sh-, or the lion and the tiger are like, we're fucking tired. Like, we can't. We can't. Yeah, we right, can't. Just leave do it. him. Uh, so just the, come well, back for him. That the was their idea. They yeah. were like, just like, they're like, let's leave him and like have oh, him watch the chariot. The chariot. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll come back for him. But they, the rest of the army is like, well, who are we going to order or who are we going to command if we don't have the private? We need yeah. our private. So the uh, sawhorse is like, I volunteer as tribute. Yeah. And uh, are you need the one person. <laughs> what about who uh, uh, <laughs> the officer? Are they ahead? Like, just command everyone else. Yeah. Well, there's only one private. So, like, the the thing is that I don't know the hierarchy, but like the generals can command the commanders who can command the lieutenants. Then there's no one beneath them. So they just want to have someone. They just it's yeah, it's an inter, it's a very high level, like. Probably culturally Where's Ginger specific. and her army. We need her back. <laughs> right. yeah. There's no hierarchy there. Yeah, great. yeah. <laughs> and they had knitting needles. Mm-hmm. Um, but so tired of the men armies. <laughs> yeah. See, the, that's an interesting actually aspect too, because yeah, the men no, not doing that good in the army. Um, and then oh, and you know what? Glinda's army is all women too. That's we have right. some powerful yeah. women armies. True. There's powerful women all throughout this entire series. Agreed. Um, but yeah, the sawhorse is like, fine. Let's go get the private. And on his way back, he mistimes his cross, and the hammer smashes down on the sawhorse's head. <gasps> and I'm not fucking with you. <laughs> yeah, because you guys have done that. The head, his head is driven into the ground. No. The private 
is thrown off and lands on the giant's arm. He like <gasps> he's like whoa and like yeah, grabs whoop. onto the giant. So he's like on the hammer arm. Yeah, and it's still <laughs> swinging. Like the, it has not stopped. So that happens. And no, also, why did they make? <laughs> I know. And the giant is over a hundred feet tall. So I think. That the private is probably about seventy feet in the air. Like if if my arm, he's my frighteningly arm, high. He like yeah, flung up he's that pretty high. high. Yeah, I mean the force of that hammer hitting the ground would be like a pole vault. Uh, and so okay, he's well, way up yeah, there. Yeah, what happened? What what? So the scarecrow <laughs> runs in to get the sawhorse. But he's going slow, and his right foot gets smashed by the hammer. Before, the lion? No, 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 the, no, the, scarecrow. the scarecrow. Oh, the scarecrow. The scarecrow, yeah. Before Isn't that so different, though? It you're is. Like, Ooh, it is his so foot, different. and then you're like, oh, scarecrow. Like, yeah, oh, the scarecrow. it is different the scarecrow. The lion is flesh. <laughs> but it, so it smashes his foot, and then also the scarecrow again, because he wasn't able to grab it. Or not the sawhorse. It, he smashes Scarecrow's foot. No. The sawhorse is still under there. smashed again. And the sawhorse is dead. <gasps> Just kidding. But he should be. He should be dead you by all rights. <laughs> that is not- <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I just tell you something real fast? Because this is actually hilarious. My next note says the sawhorse's ears are broken off, broken off, which is the truth. Okay. Yeah. And I wrote leaving him dead, <laughs> but I meant to write leaving him deaf. And so when Wyatt just said and he was dead, I was like, oh, wait, it's he true. Is dead. <laughs> like my notes are telling me he's dead. <laughs> We uh, all have no, a funeral. His ears are knocked off, yeah. so he's not going to be able to hear anything. And his knee is cracked and yeah. needs to be like tied up with string. Yeah, he's and he is deaf. He's yeah. They're like we're gonna have to fix that. But the scarecrow is fine. His leg just got smashed. He's but fine. They can fix him up real good. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Even, he probably just had to like fluff it out like a pillow. Yeah, you just know. Fucking also, straighten out those money bills and call it a day. Right. Oh, yeah. He's, that's is actually he still full of money. Uh, no, he's not, that. and we're gonna talk about that in a okay. second. Um, but Belina's the last in line, apparently. Even yeah. though she should have technically Wait, been with Dorothy. Wait, she's not even over. She's yet? not on the safe side yet. But Belina's just like. <gasps> Yeah. Like she, she, she just like flies lies. through. She she, she literally she's she just fine. goes. That bitch doesn't need us. No one helping no. her. She's yeah. like, I Lina, just saw what happened to the sawhorse. <laughs> a G, I'll take myself. Yeah. Um, um, oh, that's right. So, in order to rescue the private, the scarecrow lays below the giant, and he's like, "Hey, jump down on me. I'm soft and I'm stuffed with straw." And like you just said, I have the note. Like I thought he was stuffed with money, and he's the treasurer of the Winkies and Nick. Like, yeah. is that not what happened in last? Was book? he demoted and they took all his money? Yeah, they were like, "Give us the money. <laughs> that, give us that American money. We need you to be full of straw again." Yeah. Um. You know, but, honestly, the he probably if he fell in the river, let's say. Since the last book, they would have taken all the money out of him. They probably would just put straw back That's in. That's true. He's been restuffed so it's many yeah. times. Yeah. Like, it's not sanitary to keep the same stuff in there all the time. That's it's true. like toxic shock, oh, yes. you know? But I just wanted to note that this is one of the many times that the Scarecrow is like, jump on me. Jump on me. I'm soft. You're like, every and book. I hate it. I'm just like, you're not that soft, Scarecrow. Like, how much are He's you stuffed? He's a pillow. He's like, give me that private. I'm not going to drop from... <laughs> He's like, fall on me. I'm not going to uh, drop from 80 feet onto a body pillow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? I don't think... Uh, yeah, you got to give me a trampoline or something. Stretch him out. Well, the, the private actually does something that I think is pretty smart and probably just what anyone would do, which is like, he tries to time it. So he waits till the hammer falls. On the so ground. he's as close to the ground as possible. 
But I did a little math just for fun. I was going to make this into a quiz somehow for you, Hannah, but it was it's just too much. Thank you. But <laughs> yeah, this is not going to be your strong suit. Uh, but assuming that he fell off of the giant's forearm, which is the lowest he could possibly get when it's on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. I stood up. I pretended like I swung a mallet. And it was like, you know, the bottom like quarter to half of my body where my forearm was. So that would still be at least 50 feet off the ground mm-hmm. when he fell. And just so you know, if you fell from 50 feet with a, like, just if you, like, were there and then you, like, rolled off, when you hit the ground, you'd be going 38 miles an hour. Oh, because the force. Yes. Yeah, because of gravity. Or, and I said, okay, well, that's insane. You would die. Smash. But I was like, okay, what if somehow, I'm doing my math wrong, it's possible, I've done it before, but he's 20 feet off the ground, let's say. That's still 25 miles an hour when you hit the ground. That's pretty rough. So something substantial. I can't even fall yeah. like four feet off the ground without hurting my ankle. I fell down four of the stairs at our house oh, and I had to go to the emergency room and um, I wore a sling for two weeks and I'm still recovering. So <laughs> back was purple. Yeah, it was Oh yeah, that awful. was kind of scary. I turned... Yeah, I turned black. Uh, <laughs> it looked like I was anyway. Uh, not in like a not in like a tasteless. Oh, way. not like that. I wasn't doing like black back. I was just I black had bruises. But uh, so the private jumps down unharmed, shockingly, based on those statistics. Yes, yeah. Um, and the shocking. tin woodman has in the time in the time that it took the pr- the private to jump down onto the scarecrow, the tin woodman has also affixed new ears to the sawhorse. Oh, which. I would think in order for him to be able to hear with them, he might need the powder of life for because like the gump couldn't even move his legs because Mm, they weren't sprinkled. So why on earth should the sawhorse be able to hear? Just because you make when they added the ears, when Tip added the ears to the scare or to the sawhorse in the last book, did he have to sprinkle powder of life after he added them? I can't remember. He didn't. So he didn't. Both consistent and inconsistent at the same time. Yeah, it depends Mm. on where you're referencing. (laughs) (laughs) Just like other books, I know. Which ones? They go along their merry way. (laughs) (laughs) But that's how the chapter ends. And that was chapter 10, the giant with the hammer. And Blake, what would you call that? I'm not super proud of this one. Um, I call this one the escape from Vin Diesel because he played the Iron Giant in the 1999 movie, he The Iron Giant. The he Iron played the Iron Giant? Giant? Oh, okay. I'm more proud of this one than if it was a fun fact for y'all. Maybe. Whoa. <laughs> Chapter 11. The Gnome King. So the army is moving closer and closer to the Great Mountain, and as they near it, <laughs> the peaks of all three mountains like start to block out the sunshine, and like the animal presence is like dwindling. Yeah, like, there's like no hearing. trees. There's just rocks now. Hmm. Yeah, uh, and it's eerily silent. People mm. are like freaked out. Like they're getting nervous because they're like, it is like dead silent. It's a dark. Like we can't really see that well, even though it's the daytime. <sighs> but there is one sound. The sawhorse of all people is humming a song. And they tell us how the chorus So he's goes. a musician now? Yeah. After and his accident? Well, he did, it would appear, write this, uh, this song. He had to have made this song. Can I sing it? Because I Please do. I was going to, but please do. Okay. Well, I said it to the tune of I'm a man of constant sorrow, and it just works <gasps> so well. Okay. 
Would a wooden horse in a woodland go? I, I saw he would. Although he had not had a wooden head, he'd mount the mountain top instead. He mount the mountain <laughs> top instead. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I also I love that the book says that he's humming the song, but then it also tells us what the lyrics are. I know, yeah, it's interesting. It's like so we understand humming. It's like now? He's, maybe he's like mumbling it. Um, oh, that makes sense. I was thinking it was like his like internal monologue. It's like we're getting like everyone's inside, and it's like Ozma <laughs> being like, "Oh, I'm quite frightened," and Dorothy being like, "I could really go for some nuts and berries." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like the, when the song is like, "I am a man." <laughs> it's interesting. I was thinking of a more frantic tune. A little more like what a wooden horse in a woodland go like I don't know oh, just I like, like that. a little I like more like <laughs> I, a, I, I saw he would although <laughs> that's a very good like walking song I hear that yeah, yeah that he makes sense too and they're stepping so anyway both could work but it's weird because it's just like commentary on him surviving he's like oh like would the wooden horse go to the woods yeah uh, but he would have had no head so he would have gone to the mountaintop instead and i'm like does the mountaintop heaven or does that mean like he would have been flung far yeah either way he wrote that song in the last 15 minutes it makes me wonder about his intelligence level because it seems like he's like a savant in like the best way but everyone's just ignoring the sawhorses humming because they know they're nearing the dominion of the gnome king no one paid attention (laughs) there's no time for songs about sawhorses sorry But so they're approaching the dead end. So like, yeah, they're coming to like the end of the corridor of the two mountains. Like they're approaching the third one. So they're coming to like, you know, just like this kind of like dark corner. And they hear some laughing, Hmm. strange laughing. And Ozma calls out and she says, who's there? Who's laughing? But no one answers. But they do see something. This is... This is horror. It is actually. It, it actually is quite terrifying. Horror. Um, they see these like figures no. on, on the face of the mountain. On the cliffside. They're, like, they're jumping around at like rapid they're speed. They're moving. No. And, like, it almost looks like, you know, like when you're like hiking and you're somewhere up high and the clouds are moving across mm. and you can like see the shadow of oh, them yeah, moving yeah, across. Yeah. I picture them moving like that. It's because whatever they're seeing is the color and texture of the mountain. It says it looks like a piece of the mountain like broke off, but then like is like moving around. It says that whatever they were, they moved around the rock like a fly moves around a pane of glass. So they weren't like so they're not like holding on looking for rock to stand on. They're just like stuck to the face of the mountain. They're kind of just moving about. It's very especially in the dark like they. The the crew here can't even see them. They can't make out shapes. They're kind of varied in shape. They say that they're like irregular, but it's creepy. I can so just like not. this this jeering yeah. laughter, and you can see no. something's running around the mountain. That's so scary. And That's TikTok, giving like it. Yeah, it is. Giving it it. is. It's really like like totally like cerebral. Yeah, like, like what yeah, you're like seeing is just deep not horror. Right. Yes, um, yeah, not right. Well, and Dorothy is like totally feeling this, and Dorothy is like super uncomfortable to the point of like pissing her pants. And like, uh, no, oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she's just a baby. <laughs> but honestly, <laughs> but she looks like she's about to. Like TikTok can see like how unsettled she oh, is. And he's her and, protector. Yeah. And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. like, like uh-uh. pay them no mind. These are just the gnomes. Oh. And it's like, oh, so 
the thing we're here to find. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, oh, like, they're just rock fairies. Like, they're not going to hurt us. Like, but they're just doing their business. They're just right? chill. For some reason, they're laughing derisively, but they are just existing where they always live, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, right. But he's like, Ozma, like, you need to call for the king. Like, yeah, don't pay attention to the gnomes. They don't matter. Like, call for the king. Like, he'll show us Thank the entrance. Thank God TikTok is there. Thank I know. God he knows T- everything. He's, he's so well, he just wild. computer. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. all these horrible, like, first the wheelers, then the giant man. God, Now yeah. these gnomes. Like, I would... I would just not feel the same way mm. about any of those things. They're I would not they be would, able to approach the wheelers. They'd be dead. Yeah. I would even, not even bother with the giant men. No, because if, if TikTok hadn't said he can't think, I would have been like, he's going to be pounding. I'm going to think I can run under. And then he's going to see me and smash and, me. Yeah, I would assume like, that you he'd know, see me. Yeah. yeah. And now so these it does gnome things that just look like scary... They're like shadows. They're like they're, blurs. Yeah, yeah, they're, the they have the upper hand for sure. That's yeah. And there's many of them all so, up the cliff. Like, yeah. TikTok's like, you have to call for them. And Dorothy's like, Ozma, you do it. And like, <laughs> yeah. and the gnomes just start laughing again. They're just bouncing around. Cackling. This scares the army so much that they like, they all like command the private at the same time. They're like, about face. And then they all turn around and run out. <laughs> yeah, like, they all the, yeah. <laughs> That's your panic mode. About face. About face. <laughs> Quick. The, the tin woodman has to chase after them. He's like, hey, like, you're a brave army. Like, why the hell are you running away? And the private's like, I was just following orders, sir. Like, all I 26 of them told me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I was told. He was like, if they tell me to run, I run. If they tell me to fight, I fight. And the tin woodman is like, that's good. And then he like looks at everyone else and he's like, but you all need to listen to fucking Ozma. And if you don't listen to Ozma, then you're going to be the privates. Yeah, and this private is going to be your you. general. Yeah. And yeah. they were like, oh, well, that can't be. No, I won't. I won't be a private again, I guess. So um, Ozma being like, okay, yeah. I have to call for the Gnome King. She's like, I demand that the Gnome King appear to us. And the gnomes, they just, just laugh. <laughs> they just shriek laughter down at her. And she's like, oh, Jesus. TikTok's like, bitch. You can't command the Gnome King. Like, he's not your people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just like, you have to, like, entreat yeah. like, you have to, like, entreat him. Like, Convince ask him. him. Yeah, it's like, you you came to his house. You can't say I command. <laughs> so Ozma, she says, fine. <clears throat> I request that the Gnome King appear to us. She just switched out the word demand for request. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's a little weak, but okay. But again, the gnomes just laugh and they're just shifting all over the cliffside. Like really thought, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and TikTok, really TikTok is like, you have to like beg him. And yeah, Ozma like, like turns around to her army and she's like, would you have your ruler <laughs> beg? And they're like, no. Yeah, hey, <laughs> hey, everyone, should I beg? And they're like, no, no, not on your honor, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. What does Dorothy say? <laughs> so Dorothy's like, well, I'm not afraid to plead with him. I'm just a girl from Kansas, but we have more dignity back home than we know what to do with. Yeah. So I'll call. And I don't really know what the point of that is. <laughs> is she saying that like, oh, like, like, is she actually saying like, we're dignified enough back home, like I'll just do it? Or is Honestly, she being cutting? Okay, she is. I mean, she's, it, it's a cutting remark, but I don't think she means it that way. Got it. Because mm-hmm. before that, like, and I did kind of skip over it, but like the scarecrow is like, 
uh, yeah, if he won't come from a request, and we'll dig him out of his hole like a fox, but, like, our sweet little ruler must maintain her dignity. Which, like, don't call her a sweet little ruler while you're talking and about dignity. And then say that you, uh, you want to <laughs> keep her dignity. A sweet little baby ruler <laughs> needs her dignity. <laughs> but Dorothy's like, yeah, she's like, fuck this, I'll beg him. Like, I'm not anyone's ruler. I've got plenty of dignity. I can do this and keep my dignity because I'm not trying yeah. to die today. Yeah. And the hungry tiger. Let's figure it out. <laughs> yeah, the hungry co- tiger just hasn't spoken in a while. So he says, "Do call to the gnome king. If he makes a hash out of you, I'll gladly eat, gladly eat you in the morning." And I'm like, "Okay." And no one reacts. Thanks. No one responds tiger. to that. It's like I'm your like just, annoying uncle who like says something, and then yeah. like everyone kind of just like keeps going because like they know. He's yeah. really turning into my. He's yeah. like this. Yeah. Uh, he's this season's uh, <laughs> fucking Jack the Pumpkin Head. Yeah, yeah. very that. Oh. Uh, we but, get it. You have to eat, and you're not gonna. You know, the, the, uh, stop talking about it. Makes it makes me wonder what he does eat though, because like he's so hungry. He's gotta eat but, like, something. He's, if he's gotta pulling eat a something. cherry. He demanded thirty pounds of tri-tip steak roast and or whatever potatoes. the fuck. Yeah, yeah he's clearly pack. he's clearly fine eating dead things. Like I'm actually sick of eating him, bitch, because he obviously eats yeah. things that are already dead. But like, I so guess just he do that every time. Them. Do that. Eat a steak. Oh, that's interesting. God, that's um, what I do. <laughs> yeah, but I eat a steak. <laughs> Dorothy's like, hey, dignity, always dignity, and she's like, please, Mister Gnome King, come and see us. And all the gnomes laugh at her again. But then a deep growl comes from within the mountain. And you did a singing in the rain <laughs> reference in the middle of that. I did. Dignity. Always dignity. Always dignity. dignity. Uh, okay. It's a deep cut to the amazing <laughs> 1940s musical Singing in the Rain featuring Debbie Reynolds. Oh, uh, I didn't even pick that up. Well, <laughs> some people have the skill. <laughs> but yeah, there's this rumbling. The Gnome King or like a like rumbling comes up. The gnomes like run away. A doorway opens in the cliffside and a voice says, Enter. Enter. And the Tin Woodman is just like, this is a trick. Like, is this a trick? Like, what the fuck do we do? But Ozma is like, okay, dude, we came here knowing that this was a huge risk. Like, we have to take some risks. Remember, gonna, we like, brought we in need the to army. Get inside. Yeah, yeah. We knew there was danger. Yeah, she's like, we brought 28 of our best generals or whatever. Plus, we had the lion, the tiger. Like, She's like, we have to take the risk and, you know, go inside. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, they did end up, like, asking to come in, and then he let them in. That's yeah. reasonable. They yeah. don't know anything yeah. about him other than that he made a deal, which is apparently legal in the land of Ev. Well, yeah. And I then mean, now he let them in their house. TikTok his totally house. defended the Gnome King earlier, like, when he was like, oh, well, I mean, it was a fair yeah. trade, which I found really interesting. But also, TikTok's not emotional. He's methodical. No, he's telling um, you what happened. And he okay. even says in this moment, like, when they're like, is it a trick? He's like, look, the Gnome King is honest and and good-natured, and <laughs> they can trust him to do what's right. But, like, I'm sorry. We're here because he did purchase people. So, sorry, Andrew Tate TikTok. But, like, that's not very honest <laughs> to me. <laughs> Yikes. But yeah, like uh, I'm sorry, but I am. I have to say, TikTok has been giving a lot of good advice on people. Yeah. But honestly, what is his judgment on people? Well, honestly, so the thing is, something that I think is interesting is I thought, well, okay, Smith and Tinker made TikTok and they made the Iron Giant. He gave the Iron Giant, or they gave the Iron Giant to the Gnome King. So they mu- like those are good guys. Like they gave the Iron Giant to the Gnome King, so maybe he's good. But they gave, sold TikTok to the king of Ev, who sold his family into slavery and then killed himself. Like, 
they they are not good judges of character. Yeah. They're businessmen. And so frankly, I'm like, okay, well, what can we expect like, from the gnome we'll king? We'll get to it, but like the gnome king is actually pretty reasonable. Well, we like, will get to that. I'm, Let's I'm not kind of, spoil. Okay. <laughs> um, Interesting. But yeah, so Ozma and Dorothy, like you know, like in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, when it's like, "Let's be friends, best friends," and they like take each other's hands. Yes, that's Ozma and Dorothy in this moment. And they, like, they take hands. They go into this cave. And it's lighted with like gems in the walls, yeah. With like lamps behind them. It's hmm. it's pretty. It's like stained glass, but made out of rubies. Okay. Um, but it's this dark hallway, so they're all just filing into the mountain, basically. And they're like going and going. It's not like a long time, but like they are walking down a corridor. They don't know where they're going. They're just following it, and they get to this like opening, like an archway, and there's this huge cavern. It's a big dome shaped cavern. It's like lit up, and in the center there's this huge throne roughly carved from a rock like a boulder with like gemstones all over it yeah it's fucking cute so, <laughs> hey, i want course, one in my room sitting upon it is the gnome king who you might not want in your room but here's what he looks <laughs> maybe like. so the gnome king he's a little fat man wearing like a gray brown garment that matches the rocks around him <laughs> Um, he has bushy hair and a long beard, and those are also rock-colored, as is his face. Um, and he doesn't wear a crown, but he does wear a thick, like, jewel-studded belt around his fat little body. Like, L. Frank Baum <laughs> needs you to know he's a little obese. Um, he's not obese, he's plump. <clears throat> he's plump. But his features are kindly and good-humored. And Dorothy whispers to Ozma. He looks just like Santa Claus, but in the wrong colors. And the gnome and she's king. British. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, actually, let us not she, forget. She has a written in yeah. Southern dialect. It's actually, <laughs> he, look, he looks like Santa Claus in it. <laughs> Sorry, I almost Santa Claus. Got it. <laughs> got it. But okay, so the Gnome King overhears Dorothy <laughs> say this, and he laughs, and then he quotes "Twas the Night Before Christmas," which was written eighty-five years before this book and written in New York City, USA. So I don't know <laughs> why the Gnome King has been reading "Twas the Night Before Christmas," but he's quite familiar. But he knows that she means he has a red face and a round little belly that shakes like a bowl of jelly. That's the quote, and. Okay. But they were all glad because they're like, oh, he seems kind of nice. Like, all in all, that's like, cool. He's jolly. He's friendly. He offers him a place to sit. He waves his okay. hand. Two stools appear, and he's like, go ahead, sit down. Like, tell me like what I can do to make you guys happy. Like, okay, that's what he welcoming. says. That's nice. Um, yeah. And so everyone's like kind of getting comfy, and the gnome king pulls out a little pipe and he's smoking. He he pulls out from his pocket a glowing red coal that he puts in the pipe to light it, which Ooh, I think is just fucking give cool. Give me a little That's piece sick. of that. He's got like a little burning ember that <laughs> yeah. doesn't burn his flesh or, or clothes. And Ozma like kind of, well, she doesn't go off, but she's very direct. She's just like, your majesty, I'm the ruler of the land of Oz, and I've come here to ask you to release the good queen of Ev and her ten children, who you have enchanted and hold as your prisoners. Okay. And like, Which is a little rough. <laughs> it's 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 right off it's right out of the game. You're not selling it. You're not selling it. Yeah, selling yeah. It's like you're coming it. off yeah, yeah, a little yeah. a little yeah. hard. Let's have a little and conversation first before you start demanding things. Totally. From me. Yeah. Well, and and I mean that's totally like where his head is too, as mm -hmm. we'll see. But like he's like actually Ozma, 
love you, girl. I haven't taken any prisoners. Um, I purchased the royal family as slaves. <laughs> yeah. and square. He literally says, oh, I didn't, I don't, they're not my prisoners. They're my slaves. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, oh, Jesus. Oh, oh well, that's ethical. Uh, <laughs> okay. And he was like, I, but he's like, I bought them from the king. And he Ozma's was the like, one who sold them. You should be mad at him. Exactly. Yeah. Well, if, yeah. if you have a problem. But Too Ozma's bad like, he's dead. Yeah. She will we'll get there. Because she's like, that's wrong. Like, that's still wrong for them to be slaves. And he's like, well, hey, it's all legal in the land of Ev. And also, like, the king can do no wrong. He sold them to me. And that's fine. I sold them to him for a long life. Yeah. And, and so here we are, the long life argument, okay, right? Yeah, here's yeah. here's the loophole. Getting on technicality. De- deconstructing yeah. the technicality. So the Gnome King tells him that, like, even though Evaldo killed himself by jumping into the sea, like, he, the Gnome King made a fair trade. Like, he's allowed to keep the family. And, like, I want to posit to you what he posited to Ozma and Dorothy and see what you think. So the way okay. he explains it is, like, okay. I traded Avaldo a long life for ownership of his family, and then Avaldo destroyed that life. So, like, I don't have to return the family because if I gave you a pretty doll in exchange for a lock of your hair, and you took that doll and you smashed it to smithereens, you don't get to come back to me and say, I want my lock of hair because I held up my end of the deal. Mm-hmm. I gave yeah. you a pretty doll. I gave you what? So he gave Avaldo a long life, and Avaldo destroyed the long life that he gave him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, that's just it is the thing. Like, the argument made no sense from the beginning. It's a fun technicality, and if there was a magical contract, maybe, like, the magic would reverse. I don't know. Yeah, but, like, we the fact in is, writing. Yeah, but, yeah, it's like, if, if yes, if there's a contract that was like, I give you a long life, and if you forfeit that if life that through suicide, then I will release your family. Exactly. But it's like, no. I mean, and a, long, a long life assumes that you're not... It's the ability being, to have a long life. Right, like, you know? you're not... If someone comes into your room at night and blows your brains out, that I'm sorry, like I didn't give you a you don't get your brains blown yeah. out spell. I gave you a long life spell. Yeah, I, there's also so many ways to think of it because, like, if he was if Avaldo the king was murdered, does would that like because that seems a little more like well okay like he was murdered it was taken from him but even then it's theft. Do you have a warranty if your car gets stolen? Them what you know, right. and there's no family to come claim the rebate. Yeah, so and who, who's I, gonna claim the family? That's the thing. Yeah. It's also, like, it is a little like n- not even complicated, but like, well, it is. It is complicated by the fact that he was traded a family, and like, <laughs> obviously, we're not like thinking about this in 2022, or even in the context of fucking 1907, where like, yeah, people can't be sold. That's illegal. Yeah. Like, right. It, it, that complicates the issue. But the logic at the base just doesn't make sense. And he says that to them. He's like, that doesn't make sense. And they're like, okay, well, fuck, you're right. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, and Ozma's like, okay, well, how about this? You're mistreating them. You're being cruel to them by keeping them as slaves. But yeah, so the Gnome King was like, yeah, I'm actually treating them even better than I would be if I kept them as actual, like, laboring slaves. And Ozma's like, yeah, well... That still sucks and just let them go. Well, they haven't consented to being ornaments. That's true. I mean, they weren't consented to being sold by their father either, you know? The thing is, Ozma is, she's pretty horrified, though, by the whole thing. She's like, like, when he's like, they're ornaments, she's like, that is a terrible fate. They're going to live as fucking a knickknack forever, like, that's yeah. no better. Please that's just let fair. them go. And like, also, like, Ev needs its rulers. Yeah, she's like, please restore the land of Ev. Please give them back a ruling I'm family. I'm really sick and tired of the king Landivere is dead. Yeah, Languedere. 
Uh, but yeah. Meteor doesn't even want to be there, yeah. you know? And Ozma's like, I'll even replace your ornaments. Let them go from my fucking treasury or whatever the hell. Like, I'll give you new ornaments to replace the royal Yeah, if you're not even family. using them for labor, yeah. why do you want them? Exactly. Why does he? Well, but why o- does he Ozma's want them? like, it's fun. I will <laughs> give you 10, 20, 100, 1,000. Like, I will give you every beautiful ornament you want for your palace. But, like... Let these human lives go home. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, mm, I don't really want to. What if I refuse? And Ozma's like, well, like, I am here with an army after all. So, like, well, what, if do I- you, what do you think? <laughs> so, in response to that, like, the Gnome King just, like, laughs his ass off. Like, do you have the description of that? What I have is the Gnome King laughs them out of the room. That's what I have written down. Interesting. I don't. I don't have the like quote. Yeah, it was like he laughs until he coughs. He coughs yeah. until he vomits. Like I don't. Know yeah. He like he had a whole he like laughs okay, chill. It's not that. But that would really piss me off. Honestly, yeah. he's I'm like, hey, like you're brave, which like is really cool. But like, come come here with me for a minute. Just you like do come not here. Not know who you're fucking with. Uh, yeah. Do you want to step over here to my balcony, bitch? Let me show you something. And he's like, here, <laughs> let me like ferry you through this doorway. It's just giving me like in Star Wars. Or Star Wars, where they show the clone, like the clones Armies. and everything, the army, and he's so, just like, "Here, come look at this." That's actually a really interesting <laughs> parallel because he leads you through a doorway. Oh my god! Um, what they see is the underground world that extends for miles in all directions. There are furnaces and forges with thousands of gnomes polishing gems and forging precious metals, and there are silver and gold doors lining the walls. With a whistle, the gnome king, like the whistle, the gnome king whistles, yeah. and all the doors open. And so thousands of soldiers pour out. They that's very <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> they are wearing steel armor with jewels in them. They line up. All the workers like flee. They don't know what's going on, but they're like displaced, and they're all just lined up with their swords, like fucking just ready. And interestingly, they are all wearing an electric light on their head, a lamp. So, yeah, like they're all like like Wyatt said, beautifully dressed, wearing lights on their heads. Um, and the Gnome King is like, yeah, so this like all of this beneath you, this is a small fraction of my entire army, just so you know. And no ruler in history or existence has ever opposed me. So, like, if you think that you and your 30 person army can take this on. By all means, please yeah. like do it. And he actually says, no one on earth has ever opposed me and no one ever will. No one ever will. <laughs> no one ever will. You know, he's a confident man. He is. And then he whistles oh my God. and the whole army honestly, disappears. Like the wicked old witch was a sick villain. Like I will not lie. Like greatest villains in history. Totally like the wicked witch of the West. But this guy, he's like, he's kind of cool because he's so cunning and like calm well, yeah. everything is while fine saying so such horrible things i mean other than if he wasn't enslaving i mean he's giving people, like real villain like like yeah. i mean literally he's what i thought scary. i'm thinking like the fucking m you know i'm thinking the empire from star wars like mm-hmm. just very bad, like, bad 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 it's like very, very like, sith lawful evil where it's like i'm like following the rule i'm not chaotic i'm not like destroying things mm-hmm. but like I purchased his family. That's something I wanted to do. I did what I wanted to them, but like it's all legal. Like, and you if know. you want to come and for me, I can show you what you'll have to deal with. Yeah. You and came, I don't want to fight you. You <laughs> came to my house. Mm-hmm. I let you inside. 
I'm showing you why not to fuck with me. And I'm probably still going to feed you and let you sleep here tonight. Those are the scarier (laughs) ones. Those are the most scary. Yeah, because it's like, you you know, you don't know if you want to be mad or not. Don't fuck with him. Exactly. Um, But yeah, so then he whistles again and all the soldiers go back through their doors and all of the like furnace laborers go back to work. Hate that. Um, And the gnome king is like, all right, so you think about it. And like he goes and sits down. Where's Belina? Belina. So in the photo, (laughs) in like the illustration in the book, everyone actually has gone and joined Ozma on the balcony. Okay. The book doesn't say that they all went out there, but actually why has the picture for you there? They all go out and join her out there. And so they all see this. Wow. And we'll post that. on. That's a lot of soldiers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Also Um, really quick. This is the gnome King. Isn't he cute? Oh my god. So yeah, the Gnome King goes back and sits down. He's like, so like you decide. Um and uh Ozma's like, um, we'll be dead if we try to do anything. Like, I honestly don't know what to do in this situation. I've never been in this situation before. And the hungry tiger's like, why don't we ask him where the kitchen is? Waka waka. Like, cause he's full. He just of he's there. Jokes. He's still there. <laughs> I forgot about him, so I'm glad now, we know he's there. This part is my favorite. Um, the cowardly line is like, "How about this? How about I pounce on the motherfucking gnome king and I rip him into fucking pieces?" Why? What does the gnome king say? Go for it, man. <gasps> Oh, he's like that's the really gnome king scary. back to smoking his pipe he's just like try it and so the lion actually does he oh actually my god does try it. well he jumps in the air like he well he like gets ready for a pounce he pounces but then he stops midair and gets set back right where he started so and that's it we are so we don't know how we don't know how beings but immediately the scarecrow is like um so this is some powerful magic up in here um maybe we should just try and wheedle the slaves out of him yeah let's (laughs) just like convince him to let them go like do some begging uh he's at least willing to talk he well he is and the gnome king is like yeah, that's the best idea you've had. Like, I'm a really kind-hearted guy. Like, I can't resist someone begging me for something. Like, yeah. so just try like begging. Try to coax me. Okay. What's funny though is that the scarecrow says like, let's try to wheedle the slaves out of him, and then the gnome king's like, oh, I don't have time for wheedling. Coax me. Those two words I googled them mean synonyms. The exact same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm Although, sure that's a joke. I, yeah. <laughs> like, it prob- like he's just fucking, he's just teasing. He is teasing. <laughs> yeah. Them. There's a somewhat slight distinction, which might just be in my own mind, but I feel like wheedling is more of an annoying, like, like repetitive request, but coaxing is more like, come on, like, don't you want it? Like, you know, like coaxing is more inviting where wheedling is more like pressure. See, I when I like. thought wheedling, I thought more cunning, but I was thinking like weaseling. Um, um, but wheedling, wheedling and coaxing are actual like literal syn- synonyms. The word coax is in the definition of wheedle. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I googled it earlier. But so he's like, coax me then. And Ozma's like, 
okay, bud, let's be best friends. Hey, I really want to liberate the yeah. queen and her children. Can you tell me how to do that? Yeah. And he's Show like, me away. he's like, oh, well, are you, he was like, are you willing to risk yourselves to save them? And Oz was like, yeah, we're all here. Like, we literally came here. Well, she's like, yes, of course. He's the fucking Joker now. Okay, I'm switching over to DC. He's the Joker. (laughs) He just wants to watch the world for it. No, Um, he doesn't want chaos. But he does. He suggests a game. Wyatt, do you care to explain? Oh, the Riddler. Yes, it's very Riddler. (laughs) Did you watch the Robert Pattinson one? That one's good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So... The no, so Ozma says yes, like we're willing to risk it all, and he's like, okay then. And I actually have a long quote that I'll somewhat paraphrase, which See, is, "I didn't have the time. That's why my notes literally say, ask Wyatt to explain." <laughs> well, here we are. There we go. <laughs> so the Gnome King says, "I will make you this offer," and he basically just says, "You're gonna to Ozma. You're gonna go alone." unattended into my palace examine all the rooms carefully and look for the 11 members of the royal family their ornaments right and he's like i will give you like permission to touch 11 different objects when you touch one you think is a family member say the word ev and if any of them that you choose are a family member they will transform to the family member and they can leave (gasps) And they will be instantly restored oh to their true form. It's great. He says, uh, What's like the Indiana conditions? Jones, so, like fucking type of shit. Oh, it's harder. It's, it's harder. It is harder. But yeah. And he's like, so it's possible for you in this way to, to free all of them. Yeah. Osmond could go in, touch 11 things and get, get 11 done. numbers. Yeah. And he says, he, oh, sorry. Go ahead. He says like, if you're wrong, you can come out and then yeah. I will send someone. Everybody. Everyone in the party. You can all take turns. You all have to go in one at a time. But all 40 of you can take turns going in and trying to guess which ones are which. All 40 of them have 11 guesses. And how many ornaments are there? There's 11. 11. There's just 11. In the whole palace, though. So they have have like 420 guesses. Okay. Well, how many many ornaments are in the palace? Oh, it's a room. It's many rooms. It's not just one room. Oh, it's rooms and rooms. It's throughout the palace. He he keeps treasures. Yeah. So So even if if in in our house... It's like 11 out of fucking hundreds. Yes. Out of hundreds. But with 420 guesses, you're probably going to find at least half of them, right? So the big catch is this. If none of the 11 objects you touch proves to be the transformation of any of the royal family of Ev, then... Instead of freeing them, you yourself become enchanted and transformed into an article of bric-a-brac or an ornament. So everyone in their gang gets to take turns. Like all 40 of the Aussian army get to take turns going in and they get 11 guesses to try and find them. Anyone who doesn't is going to turn into an ornament themselves. (laughs) And this chapter ends with the Gnome King saying... This is only fair and just, and is the risk you declared you were willing to take. And that's where we end. And that is the end of chapter 11, Bankruptcy, or The Gnome King. And Blake, what would you call that? I actually totally forgot to name it, so let's go with Bankruptcy. All right. Thank you for listening to Oz Hour. Please join us next time when we continue with chapter 12, The Eleven guesses.
Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on our Instagram at Oz Hour Podcast for the latest on everything Oz. Oz Hour, created and hosted by Blake Stone and Wyatt Swangham. Co-hosted by Hannah Aguirre. Audio production by Charlie Johnson. Theme music written and performed by Rudy Klobus. Cover art by Valentin Lucas.